0: Now there was a certain man, Ramatham Zophim, of Mount Ephron, and his name was Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zephu, and Ephortai. And he had two wives. The name of the one was Hannah, and the name of the na- other, Pinah. And P-Nenna had children, but Hannah had no children. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. And when the time was that Elkanah offered, he gave to Pinina his wife, and to all her sons and her daughters, But unto Hannah he gave a worthy portion, for he loved Hannah, but the Lord had shut up her womb. And her adversary also provoked her sore, for to make her fret, because the Lord had shut up her womb. And as he did so year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, so she provoked her, therefore she wept and did not eat. Then said Elkanah, her husband, to her, Hannah, why weepest thou, and why eatest thou not, and why is thy heart grieved? Am Am not I better to thee than ten sons? So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh, and after they had drunk. Now Eli, the priest, sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord, and she was in bitterness of soul. And prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. So what I've just read was First Samuel, chapter one, verses one through ten. And I wanted to start and um, Samuel. I feel like the biggest lessons for me, or the most memorable lessons that people remember in the Old Testament come from Samuel and his story and King David. It's just that we or I'll just say I just I wasn't I didn't know that all those stories came from first Samuel second Samuel and first Kings and second Kings and that was the story of David so we're starting I'm starting off there we're gonna go through David and King Solomon It's just so much interesting things in there so I just want to go in and tackle the this scriptures so it starts off talking about Uh, a man who had two wives so right there that's extremely controversial do we have two wives nowadays like that and that's just the beginning and then it says this man who had two wives one of them had plenty sons and was bearing the children and then the other wife had no sons at all And then the wife that had no sons at all, that was the one that he loved dearly. And the way we look at love nowadays, we're like, the one we love is the one we want to give our all to. And then the one that we don't love, we don't want to give our all to. And it seems like when someone gives, has children with someone, that's who they're giving their all to. That's the one that they love dearly and then it's, um, so they are also worshipers practicing of religion. It says that um, they would go up yearly to the city to worship. This is verse uh, three. And this man went up out of his house, sorry. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. So it's saying each year, they're going and they're constantly going each year to to sacrifice and to worship. Because back then, um, they had to renew and... um, I want to pick back up where we were. I was on um, scripture three, uh, First Samuel scripture three. I was just going in and um, explaining these first verses. Go and listen to the uh, very first one to kind of hear that one. So I was picking up and saying how usually they had to go sacrifice, and I was saying how I found it interesting that the that the stuff that they brought to sacrifice so the so the man was taking care of his two wives controversy but he gave to them to sacrifice and he said he gave to his wife panina the one who gave bared his children but was not the one he was fond of or truly in love with he gave her her portion he gave her what she needed to live and he gave her enough for her sons And then it says, he gave to Hannah a worthy portion. And um, it says, for he loved Hannah, but the Lord had shut up her womb. So I find it very interesting in this case that the woman that he is in love with, he's giving her her more so she's able to offer more each year in hopes that maybe something will happen. And then it goes on in Scripture 6 to say... And her adversary also provoked her sore, for to make her fret, because the Lord had shut up her womb. So, in this case, the adversary of Hannah is Benina. Um, The reason why she's her adversary is she provokes um, her panina is provoking hannah even though panina has what hannah wants but panina doesn't have what she wants from their husband she doesn't have his true love that she's his wife but she doesn't have his true love and so it says that panina did this year after year uh And as he did, so year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, so she provoked her. Therefore, she wept and did not eat. So this was really, really straining on Hannah. This was really, really hard for her to go through. Every year she's going up here, every year she's giving a really hefty portion. She knows that she's in love with this man. And I would think that the reason why he got the other wife, I don't know for a fact. I'll have to keep reading. And this is just what I pull from it. Uh, a lot of times we have someone or have something and we're not getting from it what we need from it. So we go and we get something from elsewhere that we probably should not have. And it causes strain on the thing that we currently have. So he had two wives. One couldn't bear him children. So in that time, you know, you had to have children. children were kind of showing. Um, it showed you just didn't want to be a woman without children. It was your womanhood. You know, it was your livelihood. And then the man he had he wanted to have children, of course, to pass his name down. No kids, he can't put his name down. He no seed he can't spread anything else. So there we have it. I'm going to go ahead and go through this a little bit faster. And then it says eight then said Elk, Elkana, her husband to her. Hannah, why weepest thou, and why eatest thou not, and why is thy heart grieved? Am I, am not I better to thee than ten sons? So he's saying, I know, why are you, why are you feeling this way, Hannah? I love you. You don't have kids. I'm better to you than your kids can ever be to you. It kind of makes me think of when it says, uh, husbands, you know, cling to your wives, or don't put anybody above your wives, and like, for relationships to be like that is who it is. Your husband and your wife. Your wife and your husband, y'all two are to be one. So it's like I'm better to you than you. your sons will ever be. They're gonna grow, you're gonna have your kids, they're gonna grow, they're gonna leave your home, they're not gonna be with you. But I'm gonna be here with you forever. We are one. We what God put together no man could pull apart or put us under. Please excuse me butchering some of these uh, scriptures. I'm just putting them into my own words. But, I mean, that's what he's basically, you know, saying to her. Why are you weeping? Why are you deeping? I'm giving you everything. It's okay. You weren't able to bear kids. So to finally finish up today, um, part three, I'm going to figure out Anchor. I'm going to have a longer post. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but I will figure it out. I want to bring you guys a little bit more content. So far, it seems like I can only do like four to five minutes. Maybe that's what it is. If you know, let me know. If not, I'm just going to go ahead and keep on going. And then I'll finish it off for today. So, the last part I'm in, to repeat, I'm in First uh, Samuel um, chapter 1. I'm focusing on verses 1 through 10. What's the matter? Come here, mama. What happened? Come here, mama. Oh, my goodness. Come here. So I'm focusing on those. So to wrap it up, it says, uh, I'm going to go ahead and finish nine and 10. Uh, we ended at 10 at verse eight, um, with Elkanah, Elkanah talking to Hannah, his wife. So we're going to go ahead and go into verse nine. So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh and after they had drunk. Now Eli, the priest sat upon a seat by the post, the temple of the Lord. So, after this, uh, verse 8 was telling us how Elkanah, Elkanah was speaking to Hannah and asking her why she's so sad, why she's not eating, I'm giving you all of this, you don't have kids, but it's okay, I'm giving you everything. So, after he tells her that, he's, he's asking her these questions, she didn't answer him, she just got up, after they ate, and after they drank, and, um... She sees the priest now. And then so she got up. Now Eli the priest sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. So there we're seeing uh, her kind of getting transitioned into going and seeing the priest. And then we wrap it up at verse 10. And she was in the bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. So she... And I want to point to the words it says she was in bitterness of soul like in bitterness of of soul she was just she was not eating she she was just so bitter and just to think of it if you're in bitterness of your soul just imagine how how things have to be it's in your soul you are bitter and then it says and she and, and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore so she Um, previously was um, a quick run through so Hannah and uh, Panina they're the two wives of Elkanah and um, every year they go and sacrifice Elkanah is uh, in love with Hannah and not in love with Panina but Panina is the one that has his children and Hannah does not have his children and each year when they go to uh, give sacrifices, Penina provokes Hannah to be sore, and I'm guessing she's doing this, she's saying, okay, we keep coming here, you step on bearing children, so Hannah is just completely, she's bitter, she's mad, she's, she's not eating, she is just there, and she's praying, 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 so the crazy thing is, she's still praying to the Lord, and I'm, I'm happy she's still praying. Like, sometimes it gets so bitter, we just don't even want to pray. Or oh, we get bitter and we do pray. But it's it's like... I'm just... She did not turn her back on the Lord. She didn't get bitter about her situation. And be like, how, how did you or how could you do this to me? I can't take it. So I think my time is about to wrap up. Oh, sorry, Mama. My time is about to wrap up. Um that's what we're going through today go ahead and check that out samuel chapter one this is only the beginning of our journey through samuel and it's already like 10 10 verses and this is already happening come along for the ride i can't wait to go through the rest of this book with us does anybody read this thing see you